Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. And once again, we are very honored, privileged to have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano. I will put him up against anybody in the United States when it comes to the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, our legal rights, and the rights that we no longer have anymore to discuss about what's happened to America, where we're going, what's next, and what to do. Judge, thanks so much for being here today. No, it's always a pleasure, Gerald. Thank you. You know, you, you have an article that's coming out tomorrow, and it has to do with that, uh, I guess we could call it the Pentagon Papers 2.0. And it's a release of information about what's really going on in Ukraine and how the government is telling us one thing and another thing is going on. You know, there was a, an interview that you did with Colonel Douglas McGregor last week that everybody should go to the um, judge's channel to watch. And it's, you know, judging freedom. And to paraphrase what uh, Douglas McGregor said, he said, They've been lying to us. He used those words. They've been lying to us. All of them have been lying to us about what's going on in Ukraine. And he said, the only way that this could change, it's up to the people and the people can do it. I wrote it down. And matter of fact, I was a speaker at the Mises Institute uh, this past um, Saturday in Chicago. And take human action tour. And I quoted McGregor at your, the, what he did with the interview that you, you had with him and, and urged everybody to watch it. They're lying to us in front of our face. And of course, McGregor knew it. We knew it. But now the people are starting to know it. So tell us more about this document release about the Ukraine war and the, the truth versus the lies. You know, there's um, two arguments or debates going on in the intelligence community. Uh, one is, is Jack Teixeira, the person the FBI says uh, was responsible for these leaks, uh, a criminal or a hero. Uh, the other is, is Jack Teixeira a mastermind or a pawn? Many of my uh, intelligence community friends believe he's a pawn that somebody uh, much uh, higher up uh, in the intelligence or military hierarchy got this stuff to him without him knowing how they got it and knowing that he had a penchant for sharing uh, documents uh, with his chat room. Turns out that he's been sharing these documents with his chat room since December. Wow. The government did not know this uh, until April when somebody in the chat room let the cat out of the bag gave it to a friend who gave it to another friend who was a Russian-born uh, American naval in intelligence veteran who recognized it for what it was, understood the Pentagon Papers, and posted it on this website called uh, Discord. So there's a couple of steps from uh, Teixeira to the publication of these documents. The question is, what steps are there on the other side of Teixeira? That he just, you know, he only worked on weekends, National Guard. These are, I don't mean to demean their work, but these are what 
you and I and our generation called weekend warriors? Did he just walk into a computer cubicle on Cape Cod, Massachusetts, type in his uh, password and download this stuff? Or did somebody get it to him knowing that he had a pension to get it out there? So that's one uh, side of this. The other side of it is what was revealed is, is real documents, true and accurate documents that were prepared by the staff of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff for review by the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which is the head of the, the, the four-star generals, so the head of each of the five uh, military branches. And it revealed that the, their collective thinking is that Ukraine's air defenses have been horrifically degraded by the Russians. And by the end of next month, which is just six weeks away, June 1st, more or less, uh, the Ukraine air defenses will be worthless. It also revealed their collective view that Ukraine is losing this war. Now, knowledgeable of that, Defense Secretary Austin, he a former four-star, he a former member of the board of Raytheon, as you point out, the second largest military contractor in the United States, lied when he told the Senate Armed Services Committee, things are going well, it's going to be a good spring for Ukraine. We expect Ukraine to push the Russians back in the winter. They expect the exact opposite. At the same time that uh, Secretary Austin said this, Deputy um, uh, Undersecretary or Undersecretary of State, tough to keep their titles straight, Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Newland, she of the first Trump uh, impeachment, uh, when she was in Ukraine. She, the orchestrator of the coup in 2014, where the CIA provoked a coup to throw out uh, Viktor Poroshenko, the popularly elected and uh, neutral but leaning Russian president of Ukraine. She told a press conference the whereabouts of drones, the origin of drones, the location of Russian troops, the movement of Russian troops. All of this is top secret information. So we have Victoria Newland revealing top secret information with the government's blessing. We have Jack Teixeira re revealing government information. He's in jail, charged with espionage. We have uh, Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, lying under oath to the Congress. We have Jack Teixeira telling his buddies the truth. So which will serve the American public better when they decide whether or not to believe the government? Secrecy or the truth? It's not even a close call. Well, you mentioned the general public. The general public doesn't know anything about anything. And they all these names that you mentioned are, you know, they, they know every basketball player, every football player, every baseball player, but they don't know any of the names that you just mentioned. And by the way, I think it was Yatsenyuk that was uh, not was it Yanukovych was overthrown um, by the by Newland. And here's an article from the Trends Journal back in 2014 by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. Washington is driving the world to the final war. You mentioned Victoria Newland. Ukraine presented the perfect opportunity for Washington to advance its hegemonic agenda. 
In a speech at the National Press Club last December, which means December 2013, Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Newland boasted that Washington had invested $5 billion in non-governmental organizations, the NGOs, in Ukraine for the purpose to, quote, teach democracy to Ukrainian people. Teach democracy by overthrowing their popularly elected president because they don't like the president's willingness uh, to trade with the Russians. This yep. is this is nauseating. Well, what happened was that um, Yanukovych um, the um, or what was it Yanukovych? I believe wasn't it that? Uh, no, that was the one before him. I believe. But anyway, what happened was uh, he made a deal with the Ukraine, according to the European Union, is the most corrupt country in Europe. And what happened was it since the Soviet Union broke up, Ukraine has been busted. It broke. And the oligarchs stealing all the money, corrupt as could be. He made a deal with um, with the EU and the IMF to borrow money. And Putin said, I got a better deal for you. I'll give you a lower interest rate and I'll lower the price of the oil and gas that you're buying from us. And he said, okay, we'll go with you. And that's when they overthrew the government. And But people have no idea the facts of what's going on. And, and I want to go back to also what you said about this, um, this the, the um, papers that were... Um, uh, released the information about how Ukraine is losing the war and how Lloyd Austin and others are lying about it. Because this is very important because they're sending more and more money. How much money has been sent so far? 68 billion of 68. which according to Cy Hirsch, the CIA can document 400 million in cash stolen, skimmed by Z uh, Zelensky and his 35 top generals. According to Cy Hirsch, uh, Bill Burns, the director of the CIA, showed up with a list and handed it to the president. He didn't flinch at all. Uh, he fired uh, 10 of the generals. The government didn't ask, the U.S. government didn't ask for the money back. The U.S. government won't deny Cy Hirsch's uh, allegations. They uh, are clearly true. Cy's you know, famously three-sourced uh, material obviously has sources inside uh, the CIA. Have we stopped giving money to these thieves? No, we continue to give it to them. Yeah, and 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 again, as this country is going down the toilet, again, you know, we, we have the data of how many people are struggling, living paycheck to paycheck, and we're getting things getting worse with inflation. The roads are all rotted around this country. Our rail system is a third third world rail. We don't even have any high-speed trains in this country. The bridges are falling down, and we're sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine to fight a war that is absolutely of no consequence to we, the people of the United States. And to make a bad situation worse, now they're ramping up a 
confrontation with China. Joe Biden wants to run for re-election as a wartime president, Gerald, uh, like his hero, uh, FDR. And he's willing, that's how low his morality is, he's willing to sacrifice the lives of Ukrainian soldiers and Russian soldiers to do this. What will he do when one of the Americans who's there, which these documents also revealed, comes back in a body bag? He could care less. And again, what's not talked about in the media anymore is about these documents that have been released. It's out of the mainstream media. Yes, it's out already. You're right. It's gone. And, and the reality of the Ukrainians losing this war, it's out of the media. It's nothing about Sir Cy Hirsch's information about the Nord Stream pipeline gone out of the media. And you know, one of my sayings is when all else fails, they take you to war. And the American economy, this is very important. As the bet on the street, almost 90% that they're going to raise interest rates another 25 basis points when they meet again on May 3rd. People don't understand that it takes time for the impact of higher interest rates to hit the economy. And now they're going to hit the economy big time. You're going to start seeing a real sharp decline in economic growth and consumer spending. And when things get bad and people start getting angry about it, you're going to start seeing they're going to ramp up the war machine again. Yes. People's mind off it all the time. Again, what followed the Great Depression? World War II. What followed the dot-com bust? The war on terror. So that's my great concern. Because when uh, when President Xi visited President Putin uh, two weeks ago, and Xi publicly said, "We will be happy to host peace talks between the Ukrainians and the Russians." Guess who objected? Joe Biden. I mean, yep. it's almost a joke that the American government would object to something like that. You got two combatants ten thousand miles away and a neutral party. Maybe they're not even neutral, but they're willing to get people together to talk. Even the warmonger Churchill said, jaw, jaw is better than war, war. It's better to talk than to kill. Uh, and the American government says no. And this uh, speech that I uh, alluded to in my article about uh, Victoria Newland uh, revealing all the Russian assets in Crimea, the purpose of the speech was to argue in favor of, hang on to your seat, an American invasion of Crimea. Wow. I mean, this lady is really out of her mind, and she's the number three person uh, in uh, the State Department uh, under Tony Blinken. And, and again, she was under the, uh, the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Obama, in 2014 when they overthrew the government. Correct. And by the way, anybody can Google up Victoria Newland, N-U-L-A-N-D, December 2013, which Dr. Paul Craig Roberts referenced in her speech in Washington, D.C. to about Ukraine with one, over one shoulder, the sign is Chevron, the other sign, ExxonMobil. Good God. Oh, yeah, you could Google it up. And this is where she's saying what we have to what we have to do in Ukraine. 
and how we have to change what's going on there. She says it right there. And again, she's, she's involved. Her husband is involved in this, this very ultra conservative group. What's the name of it? Do you know? No, but her, her husband is the, is the prince of the neocons. I think his last name is Kagan. Robert Kagan is her That's husband. That's it. Yep. Right. And that, that we have these clowns, these arrogant clowns. You look at her. You look at her. And she's telling us what to do. Oh, and everybody forgot that her and that other little clown boy, uh, Jeffrey Pyatt, the former United States ambassador, to Ukraine, handing out bread and cookies in Maiden Square to, to, as, as, as the, to, in the overthrow of the democratically elected government of the president of Ukraine to overthrow it? What if the Russians were over here when I was doing a speech at the um, Rage Against the War Machine rally in Washington, D.C. In, in February, and you had the top people out there telling the, the crowd and handing out stuff. Yes. You know, oh, oh, that would have been terrible if the Russians were here, but we could go to any other country that we want. How would we feel if the uh, Chinese put military equipment in Tijuana, Mexico, aimed at Dallas? That's what Putin has aimed at Moscow from NATO. And the latest... Did you hear the 400 weapons that we're sending over to missiles or whatever kind of thing, top things to Taiwan just came out? I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't yeah, see that. It just came out. Wouldn't surprise me if the Chinese intercept them on the high seas. Again, because the cover of this week's magazine, War with China, who will win? Yes, I saw that last night. Yes. Yeah. Again, America hasn't won a war since World War II, and they wouldn't have won it, by the way, without the Russians, who lost, what, some 25 million people, Operation Correct. Barbarossa, and Correct. they were the first ones to beat the Germans. Correct. So they were the first ones to beat the Germans, those 25 million people. How stupid can you be to think Ukraine is going to defeat Russia? That's the argument. Uh, that Secretary of Defense uh, Austin made. The questioner is Senator uh, Roger Wicker, a mild-mannered Republican from Mississippi on the uh, Senate Armed Services Committee. And he really effectively, and in a, in a, in a soft way, pins down the uh, Secretary of Defense. I don't think Wicker was aware of what the documents showed. The documents hadn't been released yet. The Secretary of Defense was certainly aware of what the documents showed. He participated in the consensus among senior military leaders that Ukraine is a losing cause, and he lied under oath. The government does not prosecute its own for lying under oath when the lies further uh, the, the, the subterfuge that the government wants to advance. Now, this is terrible what's happened to this country. And again, your articles are, are, are really, there's nothing like it, what, what you put together here and, um, and, and how you, you make the connections of, of corruption and where this country is going. And anybody, again, everybody, please go to um, Judging Freedom if you really want to see some great interviews, the ones you do with Scott Ritter and on and on uh, that you're doing 
continually. Thank our, you. Our, our uh, friend uh, Phil Giraldi is on today at 11 Eastern, uh, and Scott Ritter is on at 4.30 uh, Eastern. Wow. Yep. And, and uh, so thank you so much for what you're doing. And everybody, remember, we're going to be having a peace and freedom rally and make America healthy again, physically, emotionally, spiritually, bring back patriotism on May 27th up here in Kingston, New York, on the Four Corners of Freedom. And uh, Judge Napolitano, of course, is going to be the lead, the top speaker out there. Uh, so everybody, please try to get here and do what you can to support us because we're doing everything we can to support you. And you want to make any donations, you go, go to Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com. And again, we showed you the cover of the Trends Journal. I have to tell you, you know, I, I, there's no magazine like it. The, the information in this magazine that we're putting out, it's 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 history before it happens. And I, I, I we, you know, just went out last night and I can't believe the, uh, the death of the dollar. We put this article out. Now everyone is talking about it in the mainstream media about death of the dollar. And what, when you what amazes me is how much material you get out every single yep. week. And the, no, nobody else, you must have a staff of a hundred. Nobody <laughs> you, else does it. You would think so, right? There's small yes. staff. We give it everything we can. Judge, thanks so much for being on. And thank you so much for all that you do. And everyone remember, do what you can do to make things happen. Just don't think about it. Take action. Do something positive every day and help those who need help. Thanks, Judge. Thank you, Gerald. All the best.